I mean, I remember one weekend where I I ran Saturday morning and then I had to run again Saturday night and then I had to run <laughs> Sunday morning and then I ran again Sunday night. And I was like, oh, she's trying to kill me. <laughs> but I felt so confident that I was well-trained going into Cozumel. And that was like a wonderful feeling. And so that's where I... Looks like we're live, everyone, Ironman and beyond, athletes. I am so excited to introduce you. What I wanted to share to you is that I've actually known Katie for two years now. And ever since we started coaching, when we started, I asked her about, Katie, what do you really want to achieve? So, you know, that was the first question. And she said to me, I want to beat my personal record in full Ironman. I said, like, okay, what's 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 the what's the time? And she said, 15 hours. And I said, 15 hours? And then I look at the the split. Katie, that's so doable. But then there's this, there's this catch, which she didn't tell me until like later. But coach, I want to beat the personal record that I got before the surgery. So now when, when she was talking to me, it was actually post-surgery. So correct me if I, you know, like the timing and timeline, but I know that you had two ACL and meniscus surgeries, is that right? That's right. Both left and right. Yes, yes. I was looking at the image of that surgery. It was scary, you know, like that's why I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but yeah, so, but before we dig into it, let me introduce you. So Katie, Katie's in Minnesota. And we get a chance to talk to her, how she actually beat her Ironman personal record. Not just beat, actually, she placed 11th in her age group. And honestly, when we were training, it was more of like, let's, let's do our best. We did not aim for what the end result is. Actually, on each training, I just want her to be injury free happy especially with the running <laughs> but so you know that's the end result and that was in Cozumel um other than that before you know during the training besides the uh, Ironman she beat her half marathon personal record in Alaska she also placed which also was unexpected <laughs> but she kicked butt she actually placed second in her half marathon and um when she placed on that, the, uh, the full on it, oh. Ely. yeah, that was yeah, a full, Healy full marathon, Healy full marathon. I'm, and there was drizzle, there was rain. It was, <laughs> she was even having blister, but she still placed second because, she, um, let me see what else. And, uh, she also correct me if, if I remember correct to also, uh, Katie, that you also qualified to raise the, uh, World Championship Nationals. Is that right? At uh, Lifetime Tri. There you go. I wanted to make sure I get that right. <laughs> New York so, City. <laughs> there you go. And I, I think uh, all those things, I mean, this happened post-surgery during when we were actually training for the full Ironman Cosmo, which was her A-race. So now that's, those are her achievements. And I only actually mentioned to you guys that you know, about the surgery. The other one that she also had been uh, experiencing is actually exercise-induced asthma. That 
I'm going to just itemize it. She also disliked running. And in fact, at the time, she was afraid of running. And we'll get into like why she's afraid of it. Like, you know, how does it affect her training? Um, she definitely was, you know, one of those athletes who's technologically challenged. <laughs> so those are the things. But yeah, so uh, before we get into those details, Katie, uh, going back to the Ironman, you know, uh, you already did a full Ironman before you met me, but then you came back after first post-surgery and you told me you want to beat your PR. First yeah. of all, like, why did you want to do that to yourself? <laughs> so what, what was in your mind? What was the process? Some people would say like, well, the doctor did this and they said, don't do this, especially, you know, with that kind of surgery. So what was the thought process, Katie? Well, I, I think it is true. Sometimes doctors put limitations on us that are not ones that are really true. You know, the first doctor I saw to fix my knee actually said, why do you even bother fixing it? You know, why don't you, you're, you're middle-aged, you're in your mid fifties. Oh, <laughs> why, why don't you just, you know, not Sit do your man or, or chill, you know, and just be more reasonable in your activities. And I looked at him and I'm like, that, that's not what I want. That's not what I'm going to do. So I went and got a different doctor. The so second doctor. Yeah. And the second doctor that I got was actually one that specializes in helping athletes. Oh, so okay. I wanted to focus on one that specializes with athletes. That's important. And he did, a, he did a great job. And he also referred me to a really good physical therapist. Um, and she had done Ironman. And so Perfect. that really helped too. So I say the first tip I have for people that have injuries and such is work with people that understand what your goals are from. and don't put limitations on you that aren't necessary. Um, that was the, the first thing. Now, why on earth I wanted to, to do this to myself, I still don't quite understand other than- And actually even beats your PR. I mean, yeah. you, you're like, you have a high goal. Like you just had the surgery and like, you know, I'm gonna beat my PR and better than the time that I got before the surgery, so why? Well, part of it was that I knew that I was getting better at the swimming okay. and the biking. And so I really, I believed that I could improve more on that. And so when okay. I worked out the timing, I thought, uh. I, I think I could do better as long as we could figure this run thing out, which you know, <laughs> I need somebody to help me with this run thing. And, uh, run thing. I, I, I think that it's possible. And, and if you believe that it's possible, then you can make it happen if you work with the right people. And that's where your coaching came gotcha, in. Gotcha, gotcha. So so, mentioned about the running. Yeah. You know, I love running. So we are like, kind of oh. like the opposite. <laughs> I love running. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, when did it start you, the fear of running? Was it when, I, when you were a kid or something? Yeah, happened, it started or just... when I was a kid because that's when I experienced my first asthma. And I still oh. remember in grade school when they would make you run and I couldn't breathe and I hated it because I could not breathe. Yeah. Um, and so that made me very fearful later in wow. life. Uh, they started to work with me for the exercise induced asthma, but I still found that when I tried to push myself too much, it was hard to breathe. And then the second reason I was scared was I was scared of screwing up my knee. I mean, I was okay. legitimately yeah, post-surgery of like, what if I do something wrong and I can't you know, do anything? It's like so, a 
double sword because you were, I mean, listening to you, it sounded like you were traumatized, like, you know, because, I mean, you were afraid, like, what if something happened to you because you cannot breathe, right? right? And then your teachers probably like, run, run, run. I'm like, I can't breathe. <laughs> and you still have to run. And then having, you know, like the surgeries that you had. Yes. So, but then you still wanted to do the Ironman, which is actually, if you, you know, it's full marathon, but you still did wanted to do it. And actually you're still doing it. Yeah. Um, so when you're afraid of something, because I know the, the running was big, right? When you are afraid of something like now, how do you overcome that fear? Like how, I mean, are you still afraid of running? I don't think I'm afraid of it anymore. I think okay. to say that I am careful still. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So I know that there are certain conditions like when it's the allergy count is high, when the humidity is very high, where I have to be cautious. Gotcha, gotcha. And I try to do a speed set or push myself sure. at that point. I know that I've got a risk of having struggling with the breathing. Like Cozumel, unfortunately, we happen to have a very, very hot, humid day where it was like in the nineties and humid for the bike and it didn't improve at all for the marathon. Yeah. And so I had to like run and then walk to be able to breathe again. And so I was frustrated by that because I was like trained up by you to do like a really fast marathon. And <laughs> I, my knee did great. It was not a problem at all, but my breathing was such that I did have to take walk breaks and, uh, and yeah. keep that inhaler on me to make sure that I yeah. could manage it yeah well you actually said that uh you the inhaler one inhaler wasn't enough and you needed to actually it was on get the another end. one <laughs> yeah i had yeah. to go to the second one which is not ideal but it was necessary in the condition yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so we actually have uh, a mate awesome people here alicia hello wendell christina how you doing you guys are listening live just hashtag live if it's replay hashtag replay we have katie here all right, cool. So, um, yeah, so there's a com there's a combination with the exercise induced asthma, and at the same time with the fear of running, they kind of like their tag along. But then at the same time, I I do think I mean it wasn't just the Iron Man. I mean, almost. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Almost all your running races. I, yeah, I had, uh, I can't think of any good ones I had because I seem to keep hitting like the lifetime try. Sure. It was also a hot, humid day. And so I did struggle with it at that point. I had such a good swim and bike though, that I had a little bit of leeway, you know, uh, when we got to the the run, uh, yeah, but I'm yeah. still frustrated because the yeah. was bothering me on the run. Yeah. Is that something that uh, throughout the training, you know, you have been able to work it out in terms of mindset? Like, you know, yeah. there are things like because it happens almost all the time or almost always that you're like, OK, there's like early symptoms. I'm about to have this asthma. Right. I'm going to have to do this like more of proactive because it's there, but it doesn't stop you from right. actually something that you really wanted to do. Right. Right. I mean, like one of the learning process, I, I, I would think process. I had to figure out what is the timing of when to use the inhaler and how hard can I push myself before it becomes unsafe, you know? And so I, cause I wanted to stay in the safe category always. Of course, what, of course. Yeah. Would it be my knee or my breathing. I had to stay in the safe category, but I also want to know what's the most that I'm capable of 
without this being, you know, a limiting factor. And so yeah. what I found is like, like today in Minnesota, it's fifties and cool. And sure. so it's like, that's easy. good. Yeah, I was, and there's love no, it. <laughs> so for running, for, I ran earlier today. I know that shocks you. I ran voluntarily. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it was easy to, to push the, the pace for okay. me. And I'm, I'll never be fast, fast like you are, but I was able to push my pace and yeah. I knew that I wasn't going to have struggles with, with breathing today. Yeah. 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 That's, Later, that's, I love it that you just ran how, how many miles or how many, how long did you run today? I, I just ran a 10 K today. Wow. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? No, <laughs> <laughs> but you still ran. How did it feel afterwards? Awesome. I was very, very proud of myself after, but no, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so you I, did it. So what was the reason for running? Was it because it was just, hey, I'm going to run. I feel like running. Or well, maybe subconsciously you do enjoy it. That's why you did it. <laughs> I'm signed up to the grandma's marathon because my kids. Oh, I see. I see. Gotcha. My kids decided that they want to do the first ever endurance they've never done anything so my daughter wants to do the half and my son wants to do the full gotcha so I'm, I'm not going to go there and not have <laughs> we have another individual liz how are you liz good to have you so um now i think one of the things that actually help you out too is just being present when you are training because you wouldn't know what's coming up Right. Or like how you prepare, like proactively know what, what you're going to do if you're not being present when you're not, if you're not, if you have not learned to actually really listen to your body as that are those, are those one of a couple of your strategies to actually get that yes. strategy, yes. you know, like how do we overcome this? I still want to do it. I have to say too, especially you helped me considerably with that in terms of doing the body maintenance and the different exercises with that. Sure. Um, because I learned to pay attention to the small things. My, my tendency would probably be to just ignore the pain until it was so much of a problem that, you know, I couldn't do anything. And you got me to pay attention, you know, and to do all of these exercises. And so I still do that to this day as I try to make sure I'm doing the mobility and the maintenance and the strength. Yay, she learned a lot. Yeah, I did. She mentioned, I yeah. yeah, she mentioned something body maintenance. You're gonna hear body maintenance with a lot of outside coach. Basically, for those who are just heard the body maintenance, it's not something that you would read or heard from other coaches. I would say actually, I I put that name. It's more of being proactive of something or a possible issues that you may experience during training or race. And what I would like, because my intention is for the athletes to be happy. Now, if you're in pain, you're not happy. Right. There are things that you can actually feel after, and that's being reactive. So now once you feel something and after the fact, and then you, oh, okay, you are going to recover, right? And then now the, what we do with all the athletes I've coached is that, okay, how, what do we need to do? to actually prevent that from happening again. Then now we go to like being proactive. And then the body maintenance is more of a combination of recovery, strength, mobility, uh, knowing the trigger points, knowing how your body feels. Okay, so, and also how I tell the athletes is more of like, 
treat it, treat the body maintenance just like you're brushing your teeth. You don't brush your teeth when you start hurting. You gotta brush your teeth every single day or every after meal also. So there you go. Quick, uh, quick uh, coach on that one, um, body maintenance. So you are still doing that. I am. Yeah, it's made a huge difference for me. Perfect. Uh, I think even if I weren't um, training for something like a marathon right now, yes, yes, I think yes, that's yes, always yes. going to be a part of my, my I'm life. I'm so happy. such a difference in terms of how I feel if I keep yeah. those things up. And if I let them slide a little bit, then uh, I don't feel as good. So You're going to feel like so old. Yeah. Be, <laughs> be so stiff. No, it, it's it, it's the same on mine, actually. It's the same on mine. I, I have to do it. And if I don't do it, then uh, it's pretty it's pretty tough. So now, um, let me see. So, well, going back to when you started, and then now there's this Iron Man, Cozumel. Yeah. How did you feel, like, after all the training that you did? Okay. I, I gave you a lot of hard workouts on the running. <laughs> so you still remember? <laughs> okay, I before we get, harder. let's go back. What's that? What's the, what, do you remember some of the hard run workouts that you were yes, enjoying? Yes. Oh my God, yeah. look at her. She like, I'll never forget it. I, 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 I'm really proud of myself, first of all, because you did make me work really, really hard. <laughs> but I wanted to, because I, I wanted to do well, you know, sure. but leading up to it, you, I mean, I remember one weekend where I, I ran Saturday morning and then I had to run again Saturday night and then I had to run <laughs> Sunday morning and then I ran again Sunday night. And I was like, oh. she's trying to kill me. <laughs> but I felt so confident that I was well-trained going into Cozumel. And that was like a wonderful feeling. And so that's where I just put my trust in you. I was like, what she's giving me is going to help me be ready for this. And so I'm going to do what she wants me to do, even though I think she's crazy. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, I don't even like running and I'm running twice a day. <laughs> so it worked. It really did. Um, let me see. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so uh, I'm laughing because she's telling that story and that was two years ago. And she still <laughs> remembered that particular weekend, which reminded her, which is actually good. So, you know, whenever you actually have something like Cozumel is so hot, you will remember, oh, I did something way much harder than this. Right. right. And the intention really is, uh, you know, with me, depending, of course, the level of the athletes and the expectation and the goal of that, how willing, how willing the athlete to work hard and be coached is that the training is harder than the race. Right. I mean, if I told you I just want to finish, I think we would have been doing oh, some different things. No, you know? I know. I'm just going to make it chill. <laughs> <laughs> Recovery week every, every week. Um, and also the main reason is because I, I want the athlete to actually enjoy. I want you to enjoy the race because the race will be hard, right? Yeah. I mean, you already have the uh, exercise-induced asthma. I mean, you did well on the swimming, the bike, it was, you were already having asthma, right? On the Cozumel. Hey, the, the bike, you know, the swim was the best swim I've ever had. Uh -huh. And for anyone that's looking for an Ironman, that is a stunningly beautiful swim with the fish there and everything. Yeah, that you can watch it. And you actually helped me improve my swimming. I mean, I continue to be a faster swimmer now than what I was then. I've always loved it, but you made me faster. Wow. And the biking, I got, you know, better too. And so I had a really good bike ride, even though it was hot and humid and people were 
um, falling over and ambulances were coming. I mean, it was just, it was a brutal day for people out I there, know. but I had that really good, you, you got me set up with my hydration and my nutrition and we practiced it. And I had that high electrolyte drink that I still use when I need yeah. it. Uh, and so I was really prepared for that. And so when we got to the run and it hadn't cooled off at all, I was like, it just figures, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, I mean, since you mentioned about the swimming, mm -hmm. you are in Minnesota and I would have loved to actually have coached you in person. Yes. And you said that you got faster under coaching. Right. I want to ask you, like, what are those work ethics? What did you do in terms of the swimming portion? whatever you told me to do so, <laughs> you, you videotape me and then you had me do a lot of gotcha, the yeah, yes, yes. Okay, um, some it. of the, the skill workouts I had already you know I knew some of the drills but like the sculling I remember the first time you know I had sculling everyone yeah the sculling uh and I was like wow this is interesting yeah <laughs> so, uh, so I really and then after you videotape me or I videoed and sent you, you the sent video, video. Yeah. about it um, then I practiced what, you know, you found in the video and, uh, I, I know I was averaging around, you know, 210 for, mm -hmm. was you my normal before yeah. you started with me and I remember. my 100 after was more like 150 and, yeah. and yeah. Even it was really paper, good. you know, a little bit more. So it was a big improvement. Yeah. And, uh, the video was, it was actually at the lake, <laughs> one of the videos, you know, so uh, at the time it was just the lake also, like we, we were just doing what we have, like right. whatever we can do. Well, I'm really, really happy about that because one of the reasons like other people like, oh, I need to see a person in, you know, like in person, right? but we can do so many different things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. We, we haven't been able to meet yet in person. I hope we do. Someday. I know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So let's see, Wendell, Wendell actually said, Wendell is uh, one of the athletes I've coached. Wendell, body maintenance has become a daily routine for me. Thank you, coach. Uh, he did the V Everesting, which is uh, 29,000 on a trainer. And he, he, he's like, yes, body maintenance, body maintenance. It sounds simple, but it will go a long way longevity in training and racing. So now um, let me see. So where are we at now? So what are the, when you were training, did you have any doubts of yourself or like concerns during the training? I, I would say mentally, I'm pretty strong. That's one of my strong suits. You know, I'm, I've never been a, a real good athlete. I'm not a natural or anything. I have to work hard at things. Sure. What I had going for me is that I'm, I'm willing to work. Yes. I'm strong. I always had doubts. I always thought, how on earth does she think that I'm going to do that? You know, you always believed in me <laughs> way more than I believed in myself. And, um, and you were never surprised by what, a, what I was able to, I'd be like, oh my gosh, look what I just did. I can't believe <laughs> You're excited actually. And I, I was all excited about it. And you're like, of course you did. And you're going to do even better. And I was like, really? <laughs> you believed in me more than I believed in myself, I would say. Absolutely. And I think that's uh, that's also a boost of confidence. Sometimes I do think, I mean, not just you, I myself felt it also like sometimes we are the biggest critic of ourselves. It's never enough. Or like, and, and I was also very fortunate because my husband is very supportive and he was always like, there you I go. could do it, you know? Yes. And, yes. Uh, 
I've been in a position in life where I haven't had that kind of support. And so I was very, very fortunate to have yeah. a really supportive husband who said, I believe yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he's right. Coach is right. You can do this. Yeah. 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 Can anyone relate on this? Uh, support system is very, very, very important. Although sometimes in the beginning, it may be like conflict with others, uh, you know, family members, they don't understand you know what, that's, that could be like communication, <laughs> communication, or maybe you're not sure yourself, right? But when you show to your family members, I am sure I'm confident, this is what I want. This is what I love. This is what's going to make me happy. Hopefully, you know, they will see. But so far, um, uh, as, as what Katie said, support system is really, really important. Um, let me see. So now we're about to end, but I wanted to ask you, for those athletes, just like you, let's say they just had a surgery or even maybe not surgery, maybe having asthma or some other physical challenge, right? You did have trauma or fear on running. I mean, there's so many different things that you would have said like, eh, uh, no more Iron Man. Right. What would you tell them? Well, I'll tell you, I even have a recent recent uh yeah just from this year even uh, sure. I, I got diagnosed with chronic kidney disease are you serious wow yes which was a complete surprise and uh, the first doctor i talked to said well i don't i don't know that you should do anything more than a moderate you know 45 minute workout etc so i went i found the best nephrologist i could who just, and, and I was ready to say I'm done, you know, and not do any more endurance work if that was what was necessary, you know, okay. if it shortened my kidney life. But this nephrologist said, absolutely not. This exercise good. is really, really good for you. And I want you to do it. Um, and what wow. I want you to do, including the endurance, that's not a problem. He says, that I have one caveat. He says, you have to stay hydrated. Ah. I've had to change my diet. I have to, I have no salt in my diet and I have to stay hydrated. Um, and so I think I do a pretty good job of that anyway, but I've doubled up on it. Some of the things you taught me like with weighing in before and after workouts to see where I'm at. So, so the yes, first thing yes, I, yes. yeah, you know, the first thing I tell people is, you know, don't always take what the first doctor tells you to be the end of the story go to a specialist. You, I always want you to be safe. I want everybody to be safe and be smart about it, but go to the best expert that you can and see what they have to say. If they say, no, you shouldn't do this. Well, then obviously, no, don't do it. Don't hurt yourself. Sure. But if they say, no, it is reasonable to do it. Um, then I'd say the second thing you need to do is get the best coaching you can do. And particularly one that like, Understand. You do coach that understands so well about if you have a limitation, how do you take care of it? So you're safe, always safe, um, but that you can still reach your goals uh, right. with someone what you're doing. Who can, to someone who can be honest to you. Yeah. Straight yeah. out, you know, that's right. Like no sugar coating. Yeah. Just straight oh. out. Yeah. So, I mean, I was really, those are important. With a great physical therapist that really helped me recover post-surgery and I worked nice. hard on it. Um, but then I was blessed by you helping me go to that next level, because without that, I would have never gone to that next level awesome. while always making me feel like we were staying safe and respecting yes. my body and what my body limitations were 
so we were doing it in a safe manner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I like about uh, uh, Katie, everyone, is that, yes, she's a go-getter. She will do whatever it takes to get the goal. She's a hardworking. She has a strong mindset. But these are the same qualities that I coach would need to watch also <laughs> because <laughs> they could be the one like these are, you know, they could be the one who could actually get them in trouble. Right. And, you know, the support system would be the one with actually the one was honest and understanding like, Katie, I know you want your goal and I want that too, but I want you to be continuously doing what you love doing long term. Exactly. It's not about just that year. I right. want to, I want to see you like growing older and you're still doing Ironman, right? <laughs> so longevity in training and racing, definitely. Um, so you mentioned about, yes, you did the training, right? And the next thing is then nutrition and then the body maintenance mindset, they definitely a racing strategy. Yes. We touched base. So those are the five things that I would suggest everyone address those five things, not just the training. Yes. Body maintenance is important, but she mentioned nutrition and she mentioned about how to actually find out the dehydration, which is like the overall health. Yeah. Uh, she's she's giving a lot is there anything else that uh, like tips besides that in terms of like let's say um like just going for that big goal if even well, though you're have fear like how about overcoming fear so that's where the books uh the okay. champions mind said yes. you know i love that book yeah. And then also David Goggins book. I get such a good out of that. Okay. I've listened to that on audio tape like three times now. Oh, um, okay, so good. Really, really helped because even though I have a pretty positive mindset and I'm pretty strong, even I would, you know, succumb to times where I just didn't believe that I, I yeah. could do it. And those books are amazing. They're really yeah. good books. And I still keep them on my Audible and listen to them on a regular basis. So yeah. Yeah. that really helps mindset. Uh, yeah, I still have my own mindset myself. I mean, like everyone's just going through the same thing. So, all right. Anyone else have a question? If you guys have any questions, just make sure to comment down below. And Katie's actually in the group. <laughs> She's in Minnesota. You can say hi, hello. Um, and also, if you're ready to get your big goals, you know, just raise your hand also. And let's see how we can help you. And from there, I think, Katie, thank you so much. I know you're in Minnesota. So good to have you and to share like all this good tips, um, especially coming from you. So I really, really, really I, I, appreciate your time. So grateful to you and everything you did for me for my coaching. And if it helps <laughs> them one person, I'm more than willing to talk to anyone at yeah. any point if it, if it helps them. That's so nice of you. No, but I thank you because uh, you've made a huge impact, not just on my training, but on my life. And I'm grateful. I, I hope someday I get to meet you in person. I know. I'll, I'll, there you go. But you know, my heart, my heart is all for you. I love you. Thank you so much, Katie. And I'll be in touch. Bye. Bye-bye.